Hey guys, Dennis here with Revog Games. I'm joined by Joshua Veyers, all the way in South Africa. Yes, and we're doing our the Game Awards 2022 kind of recap and reaction. Yes, I know this is late. We were planning on doing it the next day after, but a bunch of stuff happened. I think we were about to shoot it like two days ago, and then my my internet went out. <laughs> we, we we got like halfway through shooting one, and then your yeah. internet went out. Yeah, yeah. And then, so yeah, all kinds of like power internet issues. Anyways, so yeah. it I've, happened. I've, I've just not been having, yeah, I've just not been having electricity half the time. Yeah. I only get like 11 and a half hours of electricity a day nowadays. That sucks. Which sucks. It does suck. Yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so anyways, let's talk about it. it. happened last Thursday. It's a very long event. Um you know, I think what three hours, three and a half. If you count, there's like a ha three hours with the pre-show. Yeah, with the pre-show. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think so. so. Either it was either three, three or three and a half hours with the pre-show. Yeah. It's, it's pretty long. The pre-show. I, I kind of like the idea of the pre-show because look, you're not gonna get. They're not the bigger games, and if you want to get some eyeballs on them, putting it up front when people are like excited for the actual game awards and all the big announcements and winners. And maybe they have some time to come and check some stuff out. So they'll show up there early. I know I showed up maybe. I didn't watch the whole pre-show, but I watched a, a good amount of it. Um, yeah. And I, so, I, I liked it. I, enjoy, I enjoyed the pre-show. I watched um, I watched pretty much. Yeah, I, I watched the whole pre-show. I, I, I like that. Well, I don't know if this is a good or bad idea, but I do enjoy the fact that a lot, some of the awards they gave away during the pre-show. Yeah, like so a lot do of, I. Like, the smaller categories that like yeah. I don't really care. Like I care about, but like... I don't think a, I don't think a lot of people do care about it, like like coach of best, the year or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Like I I I I, I kind of care about that, mm -hmm. but I think the majority of people they're not going to care. They yeah. they'll care about an esports team, but I don't think they'll go as far as to care about the coach for that esports team. You know, like yeah. even in the world of like American football, like I'm sure people you know like they love supporting their team, but I don't think they care too much at least who the like the coach is. You know, no, and, no, and no. People who do though. Yeah, I, I don't think Al Pacino was sitting there with a bated breath waiting for, you know, eSports League or whatever of the year. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but but speaking of Al Pacino, it was a, you know, that was a big surprise. When he said Al Pacino, I was like, is this a comedy bit? Are they going to, like, have an Al Pacino impersonator come out? Or or, or maybe they, they pre-taped something with Al Pacino that was kind of a comedy thing. But no, it was actually Al Pacino coming out and giving yeah the first award of the night which was kind of cool it was it was a big one it was kind of like we want to start the show off with a bang uh well, they with, had to get best performance home, you know they had, yeah. to, they had to get him to bed you know poor guy <laughs> yeah and and also you know uh they want to kind of be like okay show that they they got some big stars here you know they, mm. they you know having him do best performance was fitting right because Obviously, even, you know, you could tell and obviously you could guess Al Pacino himself is not a gamer, but he says he has yeah. what? Like he's, grandsons. He knows about performing. Yes, he knows, he knows about he, performing. Does, so yeah, it was he knows good. about performing. Um, so uh, also there was a few other people in, in the crowd. I saw like Alana Pierce in the crowd. I saw mm -hmm. the two main actors or actresses from Immortality, which the, the main girl, I forget her name, uh, something Gage was also nominated for best performance. Um, I got to see one of my favorite YouTubers, Average Jonas. Like, I think I think it's because he was representing 
it was a brand ambassador for a certain brand and they just kind of like randomly threw the camera at him they're like can we have average jonas in the crowd i was like yeah i love average jonas even him i think even he was like oh wow okay yeah here i am <laughs> i'm here the camera's on me now wasn't expecting that uh, yeah shame yeah. Uh, Jess Henwick, uh, who's promoting uh, the Glass Onion, which is a Knives Out sequel, uh, also presented her award. And then also through to uh, Ryan Johnson and Daniel Craig as well. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was like overall, I enjoyed the event. You know, it is a bit long, but, you know, with that many trailers. Oh, this is something I did mention when we, we had taped this before, and I'll, I'll mention it again. Um, which is the only criticism I have, and it's, it's not so much with the show itself, um, but it's with uh, the developers and the marketing teams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of the trailers start to get very samey, right? The same type of music, the same type of presentation, the same boom, you know, like, it, it, and like I said uh, before, this happens with movies too. A lot of movie trailers start to feel and sound the same there's kind of a formula that these big budget movies will will, will come up with and then everyone starts copying that and i kind of feel yeah. like games are like that too and also in their kind of art design and presentation as well so that i was, was kind actually of talking movie. to a friend about i was talking to a friend about that how like tv show inch like the intros to tv shows are like that nowadays like every single tv show intro not everyone but the majority of tv show intros are all just like stop motion like you just see the characters frozen and the camera yes. angles pan across and like there's so many tv shows that have it as the intro i guess because it's like easier cgi wise to do like you don't even have to put text it's always like a rock figure of someone and mm -hmm. it's because it's like you don't have to put a texture on them you can just render out the person and have them as a still it's probably a lot cheaper and quicker that way but so many like tv shows do that now to the point where i'm like man if i have to see one more slow motion pan across a rock figure of one of the characters and I, I can't, I'm losing my mind. But I agree, yeah. a lot of the trailers did look the same. They had the same feel. A lot of dark fantasy things. A lot of things that look like they want to be the next Elden Ring, you yeah. know? Yeah, and it's, it's hard to stand out of the crowd uh, when everything kind of, especially with new IP, right? Like, look, you got, if you got like a, you know, a franchise that people already love and you throw out a trailer, they're gonna, they're gonna come and support it. But, uh, with some of these new IPs, like a lot of the stuff uh, starting to look a lot of the same, you know, like I'm literally, we're not going to go through every single trailer or game that was announced, but some of them, I couldn't even tell you like the name of that, that particular franchise, because there was like so many that were very, very similar, you know? So, um, so let's kind of quickly go through the, the winners, um, the big ones, we, you know, I don't think we're going to speak about every single yeah. one, but just the heads up, I, I, I just, I did just find out that my power is going off once again in about 50 minutes from now. So, okay. We're going to plow there's, through there's this a podcast. Timer. We're gonna there's like a timer. There's a timer, like a timer yeah. over here. Before we go, uh, before we get into like the nominees and stuff, I do want to say like, for, for, I enjoy, I enjoyed the pre-show. Okay. I enjoyed the actual event itself. Um, I also agree a lot of the trailers started looking the same. I enjoyed how Jeff Keighley kind of breezed through a lot of the winners by like announcing four at a time. I do yes. feel bad for like a couple. I do feel bad for a couple people because I'm sure there was like a few people in the crowd that were expecting to go up. You know what I mean? If they did mm -hmm. win, but a lot of people won. They just didn't have the time to go up. You know what I mean? Like they just 
they rushed through them you know what i mean like i'm sure all the people that were there for content creator of the year all the youtubers they were probably all there dressed super nicely in their suits ready to accept their award and they just announced it and they moved on i thought well, that was he, so funny you know what's weird about yeah. the pre-show is at least uh on the main show when uh jeff Keeley was announcing it, it was he would name off each nominee and then he'd be like the winner yeah. is blah 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 and then he'd go to the next category in the pre-show with sydney she literally was like, this is the category. And then they just put and a it, graphic yeah, up the floor. The and screen. then it, the winner is this. And then that was, it was like, you know, back in the day, especially with like the big, big awards, right? With the Oscars, mm-hmm. right? You do a whole little reel. You show, this is, you know, nominated is so-and-so. And then you show like clip of their performance. And, and, you know, they do that with game of the year as well, where they're like, okay, here's a clip of the actual game. Like, I'm not expecting that, but they didn't even read off the nominee. Like, it was like, yeah. here's the nominees, and it's not like you're throwing to a package. And here's the winner. Yeah, yeah, it was like literally a graphic. Here's the nominee. Okay. Like, so that- I, appreci- I appreciated how streamlined they made it, because he knows that the Game Awards is like, and has been for the past five or six years, it's like 80% trailers. He knows that. So we got to go through the actual winners real quick so that we can have more trailers. We all know, like, everyone's there for the trailers, man, you know? Uh, so I enjoyed the event, and then right at the at the end of the event, we had that little prank that was pulled Craziness. by some guy, some crazy some crazy prank that some guy pulled. He kind of like as uh, Miyazaki and his whole crew, the From Software guys, pulled up on the stage. This guy came from like a different part of the audience and just kind of snuck in with them, like yeah. went onto the stage. I actually respect how casual he was about it because he was he even like gave like a couple of the mem- like the people from From, From Software. He gave them a few pats on the back. You know, yeah. shook their hands and like, like he really like made like made himself a part of that group. And then right at the end, he just jumped in and he and what, what did he what did he say? He said he nominated he nominated his, like his, his favorite was, rabbi, yeah, Bill, Bill Clinton. Clinton. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it was, I thought like he was gonna like say something political or something like whatever. Right? Yeah, or but, protest but no, was, protest something. But no, it was just straight gibberish he was, nonsense. He was he was, clout, he was just clout hungry. And that's the funniest thing is that like. Nobody can find a YouTube channel or anything dedicated to this guy. He just did it, and now he's arrested. Yeah. Like, well, like I, I'm sure, like they probably probably got put on, uh, like they probably paid bail or post bail or whatever. Like, had to pay a fine. I don't think he's actually in jail, but no, he was held I mean, accountable for his actions. Yeah, you know? it's, it's weird. Uh, but you know, uh, we, I think we forgot to mention. I'm sure people who watch it know that was for Game of the Year for Elden Ring. Uh, yeah, which Game was, of the uh, Year. Yeah. You know, so the game of the year got a little upstage. It was the very last, like, two or three minutes of the entire event. Like, it's funny that that's how the entire event... Like, I I had such a good time watching it. And then right at the end, like, that happened. And I didn't care, but I'm sure for a lot of people there, that probably, like, ruined... Kind of, like, ruins it, you know I don't know if ruined it, but more, like, just ends on a little bit of a sour note. You know what I mean? Like, you're on the high, kind of like... It's like a buzzkill. I feel bad for Miyazaki, man. You know, the guy came all the way from Japan... Yeah. Granted, Japan to LA is not that far, but he came all the way from Japan yeah, to LA. Still, still pretty far. You know, I mean, maybe because you're in South ocean. Africa. Maybe because you're in South Africa, yeah. you're like, damn, I'm a, that's... I'm a cr- I'm, it is. It's far for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah. So I, I just feel bad for them. Like, like, man, they went all the way out there. They got their yeah. award. The guy got they to do won. a speech. They yeah. won. I, I, I think st- it... I still. Uh, I, I said this last time I recorded, and I still think that his translator was not a very good translator. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember mentioning that before, like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe the guy's a really good translator, but he's not used to translating in front of like thousands of people, the you know, because he seemed like he had a lot of stage fright, like he was like stumbling across his words, you know. 
Yeah. Um, it's, it's always hard to yeah. remember everything that's exactly said. But um, mm. so that was game of the year. I think it was a deserved winner. Like, look, there's tons yeah. of great games in that category this year. You know, Plague Tale Requiem, that was kind of a dark horse anyways. It was really a mm. two-horse two race, right? Elden Ring yeah. and God of War and Ragnarok. Ragnarok yeah. And I had mentioned in the time we had recorded before was that I think Elden Ring was the deserved winner just because it was something new. I mean, I know there was Dark Souls games and Souls-like games, mm. but they merged it with the kind of the open world uh It was still aesthetic. a new IP. Yeah. You know, whereas God of War Ragnarok, which is a fantastic game. God of War is a fantastic game. But we, but you know what you're getting with God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Like there's not much different with that game because it's like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But because God of War had already won, like the original God of War mm -hmm. game, I just saw I just saw Elden Ring winning because it's something new and fresh, and it takes a lot of balls to to do something new. You know what I mean? And then uh, like take that risk because a lot of games are risks nowadays. You know what I mean? Like God of War Ragnarok was not a risk. They knew no. they were if they make they knew that if they make the same game but a continuation with the story, people would love it. Because once again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, yeah. not that Elden Ring was not that Elden Ring was a risk. You know, like, but um, they didn't expect to be this big, yeah. though. They didn't expect. No one expected it to be this. Big. Miyazaki doesn't like the guy that made it. Miyazaki, he doesn't even understand it. He's like, I try not to question why or how it happened. He like he doesn't want to spend too much time thinking about it because he's like he doesn't think that they'll ever be able to capture that lightning in a bottle again. You know. But it put yeah. them on the map. Like, peep, everyone knows from software now. See, like, I already have, knew them, but I didn't play. household name. But I didn't play though, any you know? of those games because I just heard they were very, very mm. hard, right? And then because Elden Ring was more approachable, right? Because one, yeah. it has the open world. Two, you can level up. Because of the open world, you can level up your character and you can get to yeah, the it's, point it's where, you can, linear. Yeah. where you can defeat uh, some of these bosses who may be too hard for the average person. Um, I know I was very frustrated when I first started the game, but luckily I was able to. I remember, and through. then you got hooked. Yeah, then yeah, you got hooked. Yeah, it was like crap. I haven't man. been, I haven't been hooked to a game like this since. I, I'm not even joking. Fallout Three. Fall. I mean, I've been yeah. hooked to other games, but like this was like Fallout Three level of hookedness, where I was like, I gotta play. I, think I gotta play. Is, I gotta keep I think, going. I gotta yeah. get this. I gotta go there here. I gotta go. You know. Um. So that's for, the thing for, is. Yeah. That's the go thing ahead. is. When I think of this whole year, 2022, of gaming, what sticks out in my mind the most? It's the time that I was playing in Elden Ring and then hitting you up and hitting my other friend Chuck up and like, oh, did you what play this? Did you hey, did, did you do this? Yeah. Yeah. Did, did, yeah. It was like no other game this year made me talk about more than Elden Ring. Mm. No, for me, it's the same. But like the previous, like the last game to do this to me was uh, the Elder Scrolls uh, Skyrim. Mm -hmm. That was the last. And that's that's it a good decade ago you know what i mean like i've had a lot of fun games that i've loved since then but like dude i was hooked to Elden ring like i liked cyberpunk i really i really enjoyed that like on launch i put a hundred hours in like the week that game came out on launch with all of its glitches and everything and i loved it but dude Elden ring it like made me fall in love with gaming again like that's the best way to put it like i was getting kind of i thought maybe i'm just getting older maybe i'm just getting bored of games you know what I mean? Maybe I'm kind of getting over it. And then I played Elden Ring and it like re-sparked that entire love and passion for gaming. So fucking, I, I love Elden Ring. And I recommend anybody to play it, even if it is hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you get through the entry barrier, it's a great game. Yeah, for sure. And they, um, they won quite a few. They won quite a few awards. Should we just list the other ones that they won? Yeah, I mean, time? best game direction, yeah. which makes sense. I, you know, this one could go a lot of different ways. A lot of good nominees here. 
Yeah. Um, but you know, if you're factoring, because remember, game direction is also game design. It's not just like it's not mm-hmm. like movies, right? Where it's like just about performances and stories, because you know, story wise, you know, you know, best narrative. We can we can mention that real quick, which is God of War Ragnarok one, and yeah. deservedly so. Uh, I mean, even like. Sorry, we've mentioned this before. Elden Ring has a great lore, a great backstory, but it's not. There's not that much story to it. Yeah, so like I would put you have you have to watch YouTube videos dissecting it just to understand it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like I think like I finished Elden Ring. The first two times I finished Elden Ring, I still had no idea what the story is about. Mm. To be honest, I didn't care. I was just there. To, the game was so good. I didn't care about the story. You know what I mean? But like winning game direction makes sense because just based off of the old, the open world and the exploration, yeah. just based off of that, it, it makes sense to win because like the the game, ex- the exploration in Elden Ring and the open world is so well built. Like that alone deserves best game direction. You know? Yeah. For narrative, the direction they chose to go in. Yeah. For narrative, it's funny because like I've played all of these except for Horizon Forbidden West, but I heard it's, it's mm. excellent. Um, all of these, and I would assume. I haven't played it, but I just assume Horizon Forbidden West as well. All have a better narrative than Elden Ring. Elden Ring, oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, because it's just meteor. Not, I, I, I think Elden Ring could have had an amazing narrative. They just didn't really focus on it. They just a great backstory, yeah. great lore, um, and then this other winner, which uh, I mentioned before, which was best art direction, Elden Ring won as well. And I think oh, they deserve it. Down, yeah. This is the one yeah. I, I, I told you. I was like. They have to win more so than game of the year was art direction because it was something new. Every time I went to a new area, saw different characters, the bosses, everything about the design of the, 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 in movies, you'd call it costumes, but I don't know how, how would you would say it, but like basically all the kind of design, I mean, art direction of everything, the, the character, the cost, character clothes. design, boss design, like, yes, cl- like amazing. The, the items, everything. The very first time you get opened the first like the very first time you step out into the open world it's captivating like mm-hmm. it's genuinely captivating because it's a certain aesthetic that you've never seen before mm-hmm. like even the colors that they choose like it's like we've said it before it's also like not the most high resolution game like it's like the, no like the game looks like the models the itself looks, aren't yeah. that aren't actually that detailed if you actually look like, at it, it and break exactly. it exactly it's still somehow beautiful like another it's game I think of that does that is a Valheim. Valheim is a beautiful game, but very low, low res, very mm-hmm. lo- like low poly count. You know what I mean? But it's still, they nail the aesthetic. And uh, Elden Ring did it just on a much higher level, like less, less so polygons and uh, more high res than Valheim. But it's still like, like you look at the hair and the things like, like every, even like the textures. The textures aren't that intense, but everything put together just has this beautiful aesthetic you know what i mean yeah. it doesn't like have the to buildings, be high-res. the buildings yeah. the architecture on the buildings when you go to the capital city mm. of uh is it lendal uh i forgot the exact um, name uh, which Lindel, about, Lindel, um, the capital city the one in the, the right in the middle city. Oh, I that has I the name that ha- of that one i think it's Lindel. i just remember anyway. the uh, but I just remember it, the, the magic city slash the, school the academy the buildings in there are just they're massive and they they have like this they look like you know, if you ever go to uh, Rome uh, and visit like the old, old like Colosseum, or you look at uh, some of the architecture there, that's what it felt like. Like you were seeing something that was part of this world's history, right? Um, yeah. So that's a anyways. very good way of putting it. You're right. It's like yeah, that's that's a very good way of putting it. 
you're seeing the history of Elden Ring, which I love. Yeah, so that one I think was like the definite. I uh, I had to see them win that mm. one. Uh, best score music. You had, this is also a fantastic ca- category. Uh, Bear yeah. McCreary wins for God of War Ragnarok. Not mad at that. Uh, there's tons of Plague Tale Requiem had a great you know score music. Elden Ring so as well. Metal Singer. So yeah, I, I was I, think, I uh, was biased here because I personally out of all those I enjoyed. Um, ooh, I'm, where where is it now? Uh, yeah, Metal Hellsinger. I, oh, yeah. I, but that's just because I love metal music. Like it was really much. It was very much geared towards metalheads, you know. Yeah. Um, best audio design, God of War Ragnarok, is the winner there. Um, best performance. This is the one that Al Pacino gave out uh, at the very yeah. beginning, and this was also a stat category. Um, and Christopher Judge wins it. Um, and he gave a pretty long a, speech, yeah. man. I was he, afraid he, when he did. He, when he gave that speech, I was like, are they all going to be like this? I was like, there's a lot I was, of shit. I was worrying. I was like, are they going to cut him? That's what I yeah. was like. I was like, you can't cut God of War. Yeah. You cannot cut. Like, <laughs> he'll be so mad if you cut his speech. Mm-hmm. Um, but hot take, hot take. Hear me out. I, I do love Christopher Judge as God of War, as Kratos. And mm-hmm. I think it's a phenomenal performance. But the other people on this list, I do think outperformed him. Because it's like... It's not look, it's not that difficult to just be very stoic. You know what I mean? Like don't get me wrong, like he does an amazing job acting, but even like compared to Artreus, his kid, he doesn't talk much. You know what I mean? He's just he's stoic, dark and brooding, you know what I mean? Like there's not a lot of um like not levels, but you know what I mean? Like there's not a lot of uh like change. You're kind of just playing the same character, like the same way. You, there's not a lot of like emotional range. Like mm-hmm. Kratos isn't exactly known for having a lot of emotional range, mm-hmm. you know. Still, like they did a good job. They're well deserving of their award. But I do think, like right off the bat, like Charlotte McBurney or Ashley Birch, mm-hmm. Manon Gage, like uh, I th- even Sunny. Like I think they all did like better jobs technically. Mm-hmm. I think they all they acted more. They mm-hmm. performed more, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I played all those hot, games. That's my, ex- that's, that's my yeah. hot take. Yeah. I, I played all those games except for Horizon Forbidden West. And yeah, yes, I'm just I, a big Ashley those... Birch. I'm a huge Ashley Birch fan. Okay. Like I haven't played the new Forbidden West, but just based off of the original Horizon and all the other games she's done, I'm a big fan of Ashley Birch. Mm-hmm. Um, let's run through some of these really quickly uh, before we get to the game announcements, which I know that's kind of the the yeah. bigger thing which is kind of the bulk uh, of this yeah oh, yeah games for impact as dust falls uh best mm-hmm. ongoing game final fantasy 14 went online i'm sure you that, were one, happy that about one was that. obvious yeah that uh, was obvious be- yeah best indie game stray winner uh stray was the winner mm-hmm. which wasn't a huge surprise a lot of people love that yeah um best debut I, indie yeah. game stray best mobile Stray game well. marvel snap which apparently everyone's like going crazy for i haven't played it yet but yeah. people are like going nuts i played i played a bit of it it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's okay. okay like it's not it's not amazing <laughs> like like genshin impact is like i'm not a fan of Gen- genshin impact but the fact that that game runs so smoothly on mobile is pretty impressive if diablo immortal wasn't pay to win like i don't know there's like i don't know there's just not much to marvel snap maybe it's just a really big it's very, very. Isn't basic. it supposed to be like Magic: The Gathering, but with Marvel characters? Is that kind of? It's the gist not, of it? not even. It's, it's oh, like, okay. it's like, it's. Yes, that's a good way of explaining it, but like, easier, okay. like easier, less rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
A lot, yeah, it's just it's too it's too meh for me. I will say like just because it, it didn't win any awards, but Neon White was mentioned so many times. I went back to play that game afterwards, mm -hmm. and I f fell in love with the game. It's it's such a good uh, roguelike game, very action packed. Mm -hmm. I I do enjoy it. For anybody that likes roguelikes, I really recommend Neon White. Right. But yeah, uh, best, best community, community support. support fantasy fourteen, Final Fantasy fourteen online. You keep did you hear me the cheers? That? Yeah, yeah. Did you hear the like, yeah. like when they won community support, there was like ah, the whole fucking like stadium of people were like, hell yeah, that's our game. Yeah, <laughs> I was happy uh, for him. Yeah, best VR AR game was Moss Book Two. I haven't. Have you played, played that, that yet, by the way? But I played all the yeah. other ones after the fall. Oh, actually, no, I haven't played yeah. Among Us VR, but you have. Um, I have. I, I I would actually like to say right now that I, I recommend everyone play the game only because I'm enjoying the game, but mm -hmm. I'm sick and tired of waiting 10 to 15 minutes to find a lobby because there's just nobody playing the game. What? Like, and then when I do really? find... A, I, I, I know... Dennis, like the day it came out, you could you could play nonstop. Now I play and I know I'm on European service. So I uh -huh. wait to, for like when all the kids get out of school because uh -huh. they're the people playing the game. You know what I mean? And even then, I can't find a lobby of more than like four people. Wow. And to play to play Among Us fun, to actually enjoy it, you need like at least a minimum of six people, yeah. if not more. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's a good game, but it's interestingly enough, not that many people playing it. Oh. Um, um, all right. Innovation Accessibility, God of War, uh, Best Action Game, Bayonetta 3, which is, you know... Mm -hmm. With all the controversy, it's it's funny. With to all see the controversies, it. yeah. Uh, it beat, best beat Sifu, which is impressive. Yeah. Uh, best Action Adventure Game, God of War Ragnarok. Best RPG, easy. Elden Ring. That's easy. Also easy. Best Fighting Game was Multiverses, not Sifu mm. or anything else. Uh, best Family Game, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Uh, best Also very fun. I don't know how that beat Lego Star Wars, though, because the, the Skywalker Saga is pretty good. Yeah. And it's on Game Pass. For anybody interested. Um, best sports racing game, Gran Turismo 7. Best sim strategy game, Mario and the Rap Rabbids, uh, Sparks of Hope. Best multiplayer I, I, game. I, how, I don't know how that one won, won by the way. Because mm -hmm. it's like, into, out of all those games, it's the game that has the least amount of strategy and the least mm -hmm. amount of sim. Mm -hmm. Like... Dune Spice Wars, like that's that's a, that's that's a, that's a good strategy game. Total War Warhammer Three is mm -hmm. the that entire series is so strategy heavy. It's and so s simulation heavy. Two Point Campus, a bit more on the casual side. Victoria Three also, but like Mario mm -hmm. Rabbids, Spark of Hope, like just so you know that that's that's literally XCOM. That's what that mm -hmm. is. Like it's it's literally XCOM but with Mario and Rabbids. <laughs> that's I don't know how that won. Anyways. Um, yeah, best multiplayer. Uh, we got Splatoon three. Mm -hmm. um, it somehow beat Overwatch two and Call of Duty Modern Warfare two and Multiversus. Mm -hmm. Like it's only on the, the Nintendo Switch, but it somehow beat a game that's like it, it somehow beat games that are multi-platform, which I don't get. Uh, Splatoon three is a great game that's very fun, but um, and Overwatch two has its gripes. I'm just very surprised that it beat Overwatch two as well as Call of Duty Modern Warfare two. Mm -hmm. Content creator of the year, I am very happy to say was Ludwig, which is my one of my very favorite content creators. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of glad. It's so funny because he was up against his girlfriend. <laughs> like one of the other nominees is literally his girlfriend, mm -hmm. and I thought that 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 must have uh, had a bit of tension in the room. Yeah, best esports athlete, Jacob Yay Whitaker mm -hmm. from Cloud Nine and Valorant. Um, best esports coach, Matthias. 
Bazooka, I believe is how you pronounce that. Mm -hmm. Best esports event, 2022 League of Legends World Championships. I had a feeling it was going to be that. In my heart, it was the Valorant Championships, though, because I love that. But I knew it was going to be League of Legends, best esports game, Valorant. That kind of surprised me, mm -hmm. you know. I'm very happy that Valorant won, because you, you know me, I love me some Valorant. Yeah. But I'm surprised that, like, um... well, then again, everything else is a lot older, like Rocket League, League of Legends, Dota 2, Counter-Strike. Those are older mm -hmm. games. So I guess it was going up against, like, older stuff. Best esports team was Loud, um, which I've never, like, like I... Like, I know of them, but from only... I, I figured it would have been LA Thieves or FaZe Clan or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Most anticipated game? We, we, yeah, we, we, we both know up. we hate this. Yeah. We just don't like the category. It just doesn't make any sense. Because it, any of these games could bomb when they come out. You yeah, know they just, or they could just, like... Or they get delayed again. And it's like, well, you'll... The most anticipated game is the game that never gets released, Dennis. Did you know yeah. that? It's, it's the basically game, the game biggest in, yeah. hype, you know, you know, which can yeah. turn out good or bad, you know, anyways, but mm -hmm. best adaptation. This one also is like a no brainer. Yeah. Arcane definitely. Hands should. down Arcane. Yeah. I'm, there's some I good, just, there's yeah. some good, you know, whatever, uh, competitors in there. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying Arcane. Edge, was Edge Runners was really good. Mm -hmm. Edge, Edge Runners was, I like Edge Runners because it had an ending mm -hmm. and it wasn't like, oh, sequel. It's like, no, it's done. This is it. There's the whole mm -hmm. story and it's done. Um, I really loved Edge Runners, so for me it was tight. But then I recently rewatched Arcane, and it's a no-brainer. Arcane is a f it's a masterpiece. Yes, it's flawless. It's yeah, it's a masterpiece. Fantastic. All right, I think that's it for the winners. The awards. Let's, yeah. yeah, let's talk about the trailers, which which most of the reason why people are watching. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, I think 80 percent of the audience wouldn't be watching if there were wasn't uh, the trailer and game game reveals uh, on the show. Um, the big, big one we knew was coming was Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, Correct. The we even had, um, what's his name? I, oh, I'm blanking on his name right now. The guy that plays Cameron. Yeah, Cam Cameron, Cameron something. Cameron, like, uh, Monaghy or something. I can't yeah. pronounce it. I know we're, we're butchering it. I'm so sorry, Cameron. And I'm so sorry to people who are fans yeah. of Cameron. I love the dude as well. Great actor. But yeah, he came out and he spoke about, hey, he said himself... That it's the greatest Star Wars game that he's ever played or that's ever yeah. existed. Yeah. And he he looks like a gamer. He looks like the type that has played a lot of Star Wars yeah. games. So yeah. that 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 um it better be the best Star Wars game that's ever come out. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, Fallen Order was the best Star Wars game that I've ever played. Uh -huh. Well Knights of the Republic is pretty For me, Knights intense. of the Republic is yeah. number one. I was gonna say Knights of the yeah, Kotar is pretty damn good as well. But um I'm waiting on the remake on that for me the, too. Uh, to yeah, that's gonna be sick. Uh, but yeah, they show gameplay footage. It looks great. Um, one of the things you have, you have mounts. You can like, there's like, you can fucking, you can ride some things. You can glide on some things. I like that, man. Yeah. What I want is, you know, new locations. And it looks like they have new and varied locations. Mm. Um, just like the first I would do game. anything for them to, I would do anything for them to give me something besides a poncho for customization, you know? Not like, yeah. hey, you can unlock 50 different types of ponchos. It's uh -huh. like, dude, give me... Like, you could customize the crap out of your lightsaber, but, like, uh -huh. the clothes? No, just ponchos. Nothing else for you, just ponchos. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, what else? It's coming out March 17th uh, next year, mm -hmm. which is not that far away, which we have mentioned before, you know, for these sequels, announcing and showing a trailer so close to release is fine because you already have that built-in audience it's not a new ip yeah 
you don't have to build any you know hype for it people I, are already hyped yeah I will say the one trailer that like got me really excited because I was not expecting it at whatsoever is Hades 2 because mm -hmm. Hades is one of my favorite games like my favorite roguelike games of all time I played the crap out of that game when it came out I recently I bought it on the switch just to play it even more on the switch like mobile or like mm -hmm. when my power is out which seems to be all the time so I, I was like I saw the art style and I immediately knew that that was Hades. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I knew it was going to be a sequel. I was like, I'm, I'm just so happy that they're making a sequel because I forget the studio behind the game, but they're known for doing like not doing sequels. They're known for doing like one off games mm -hmm. and like all their previous games have kind of led up to Hades, like in terms of gameplay and how it works. And their, their games are always that view though, like isometric, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like isometric, Dia yeah. Diablo 2 view. Like, yeah, yeah. Isometric. Isometric. Yeah, all their games are like that, so they, they strive in that. So Hades 2, really excited about that. I can't wait to play that when it comes out. It's, you're playing as a new character, the daughter of Hades, I guess. or the uh, I don't know. It's it's like a different storyline. Um, and then we also saw, because um, obviously, like, they probably told From Software, it's like, hey, do you have anything to show? So From Software showed us that they're working on Armored Core 6. 6, um, yeah. Yeah, Armored Core 6, which Looks I haven't pretty heard. pretty cool about that game for a long time they say it's going to be more like sekiro than a souls-like game so that's, that's interesting my, right off the bat yeah i'm i'm, I'm interested You're, just because from software is working on it exactly same i don't know if they worked on the previous games because i remember armored our armored core is a very old ip yeah like i remember seeing like armored core three or four back in like 2002 or something you know what i mean like that's a really old ip so i don't think i'm i'm guessing from software this is their first time working with armored core um that's but the guess. first time i ever played the first time i ever played armored core i was very young and i just could not for the life of me figure out the controls or how any of it worked so i gave up on it but um this trailer looked sick so that looks good you know yeah it says developer from software i guess they have been working on this i guess this was wow interesting i did not know this was in their kind of history of 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 stuff yeah um but yeah looking forward to seeing i mean oh wow it is yeah holy yeah. crap yeah not for, I mean, since 1997 i mean it's been a yeah it's been a long long time but it's had different publishers though like ubisoft published it uh but uh, miyazaki games. was miyazaki sega was the even sega even yeah. uh now it's with a Bandai Namco, yeah. but it's it's been around the block, let's just say. Um, yeah, Miyaz Miyazaki was the designer of like the very first one, apparently. Yeah, in but this kind of like post Elden Ring has you know, there's a lot more interest in it. I remember when the From exactly, Software yeah. logo popped up, people were going nuts, you know. Oh yeah, like they didn't care what it was. From software game, how it, that's so true. I I was the same way. I was like, oh my god, it's From Software. They're doing a game yeah. so soon. Ah. <laughs> Um, Death Stranding 2, that reveal trailer. I mean, everyone mm -hmm. knew it was being worked on. Uh, and then this trailer came out. Uh, Leia Sadu plays a new character called Fragile. Um, and then later you see Norman Reedus, and he's like a lot older. Uh, much older, yeah. Because at first, when the game or when the trailer started, because obviously it's. It, it, it's Hideo Kojima. Of course, it's all cinematic. Like, there's no gameplay mm -hmm. in here whatsoever. Um, I thought maybe it was like a we, prequel. We know it's going to be a walking simulator again. Yeah. We know that. But I thought it was like maybe it was like a prequel, you know, that was like the thing, but it wasn't because at the very end. It's like had, a sequel. Uh, Supposedly, he, uh, 
I, I think I remember reading an article about how the pandemic made him rewrite like the majority of death, uh, the majority of the sequels rewritten because of COVID. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe it's changed his influence or ideas on the game or maybe he like maybe mm -hmm. maybe there was some kind of apocalyptic event that happened in the game and he was like, oh, people react will react this way. And then COVID happened. Mm -hmm. and he's like, oh, that, this is how people re really react. Mm -hmm. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so that was a big see. reveal. Uh, the Suicide Squad killed the Justice League Batman reveal trailer was kind of special because uh, the focus on Kevin Conroy, who, you know, yeah, that was passed, cool. passed away recently. And so this is kind of, yeah. his, I believe, his last kind of performance as Batman. True, yeah. So, um, how did you feel about uh, the Judas game that got revealed from the guy? Uh, that, I, I thought um, it looked per really made cool. Bioshock. I thought yeah. one, that was one of the few things that actually stood out. Like I told you, like there's a lot of things that didn't stand out. That was one of the few that actually did for me. Yeah. Um, it no, like, it looks really good, man. Yeah. I'm I'm very much interested in 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 this this Judas game. There's like there's a couple things that dropped that got me excited, but yeah, I don't know much about this Judas game. It looked pretty good though. I mean, like, it looks we'll, like Bioshock. I mean, to be fair, yeah. but like a new, you know, probably a new story, a new everything. So, um, let's see here. Oh, sorry to, to correct what I was saying earlier. Uh, Hideo Kojima he rewrote the entire game after the, uh, during the pandemic. I think it was. Mm. Yeah. So he just re scrapped it and rewrote the entire thing. Oh yeah, uh, we we got to see some. Uh, of the uh, Cyberpunk DLC, yes. which had I Idris Elba in, that was yes. a, that was a surprise. So now we have yeah. Idris Elba and Keanu Reeves in the exact in this, the same game together. This is a paid uh, DLC. I remember originally yeah, they were saying DLC. it was going to be free, but this is this is a paid one. Mm. Well, it's because they're going to be coming out with the Game of the Year edition right afterwards, and the Game of the Year edition always includes all the DLC. Usually, yeah, like we spoke, one, we spoke about the this one before. DLC. <laughs> Yeah, usually the game of the year edition, uh, imp like it implies that there's like all the DLC, which is usually like two or three things. But with this, is just one DLC. Here's the game of the year edition with one DLC. Yeah. Um, it looks good though. It does look good. Yeah, it does. Uh, that was one of my, mm. you know, most liked trailers uh, during the whole show. And obviously, you know, it's a it's a known IP and property. Um, mm. Tekken Eight. You know, I don't. I haven't played Tekken in a while, but apparently that that was a pretty big deal, uh, with that. Trend. Yeah, they. Um, I think. Ju uh, yeah, Jun uh, Kazama, if I'm saying that correctly, who we all like, everyone thought was dead, but apparently she wasn't dead. Well, like, like it's been fifty-fifty. Like I thought she was dead, and then my other like, and I'm a pretty big te hardcore Tekken fan, and then a lot of other friends that I have that are also hardcore fans, they're like, no, she's not dead, but now we know that she's not dead because she's in the game. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it looks really good. It's interesting because it's it doesn't look like the trailer that they first showed off. That first trailer they showed off, like a while ago. Remember we spoke about it. It was so in mm -hmm. like high death. We thought it was a cutscene. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. they punch each other. You see the water like blash away. You see the the ripples on their skin. And then you see this trailer, and it's like not. It's still good, but it's not what we saw in that original trailer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In terms of quality. But I don't care. I don't play Tekken for its high quality. I play Tekken because I like punching my friends you know <laughs> digitally yeah so uh looking forward to it for that reason you know uh dead sales return to castlevania was announced in the pregame they had a trailer mm. for that um i know yeah. a lot of people are dead cells dead is always cells doing fans. all sorts they're doing all sorts of collaborations it's a pretty fun game as well i enjoy it all sorts of collaborations 
Um, Diablo um, 4 had a trailer say, yeah, with a release. Diablo 4 release got date. Me, what was that it? Got June. Me so stoked, man. June 6th. Uh, it's yeah. six. It's the six of the six. Yeah, next year. I I'm looking forward to it. I just hope that Blizzard doesn't screw it up last minute like they do with most of their games. Like everything mm -hmm. looks perfect, and then they change something like the week before and release the game, and all everything just all hell breaks loose. So I hope that they don't do that. Well, yeah. apparently, uh, certain uh, game influencers a couple of people who have, have, have the, played it. Some people, yeah, some people have played it, and they say it's really good so far. They said know? really good, and they're just the only concern they have, and it has nothing to do with what they played is that they're worried about some sort of pay to, you know, pay to win. Yeah, yeah. Or microtransaction. Cause everyone's like, so kind of scarred, um, uh, from, uh, was Diablo it Diablo? Yeah. So pay $30,000 like, and you can be one of the top players in this game. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully that's dis dis discouraging. Hopefully that does not creep in. So, yeah, uh, no, definitely not. Um, we saw some Street Fighter, some more Street Fighter Six. That like, looked cool. Ca char character creation, like you get to make your own character, like a couple of mini games. I like that they're adding in a couple of different things besides just fighting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I like that. I, the character creator looks well. They didn't show us the character creator, but I think, but they did show us a c c character that looks like it was created. You know what I mean? A very generic mm -hmm. character, and it, it looked really good. So I'm, I'm actually looking forward to Street Fighter Six, and I'm not the biggest Street Fighter fan. Like I like fighting games, but I've always been a more of a Tekken guy than a Street Fighter mm -hmm. guy, but this Street Fighter Six looks good, you know. I'm the first Street Fighter I've been interested in a while, just because it has. It looks like it's adding something new with the whole kind of open mm -hmm. world, build your own Art, character, R R like RPG, little element games and to it. stuff. Yeah, so and the graphics do look good. Yeah, so I'm gonna kind of keep my eye on the reviews and then perhaps get it from there. I mean, there was tons of games. Um, you know, but like I said, like a lot of them just start blending into your mind. You know what I mean? You're like, well, uh, yeah. Which one, one of the bigger reveals, one? one of the bigger reveals that I'm mostly excited about, just because I'm a diehard Final Fantasy fan, which is we saw more Final Fantasy 16, mm -hmm. and now I'm kind of able to, with all the trailers so far, we've seen a lot, but like I'm not, I was not able to put together much of like a story impression, mm -hmm. but now. For some reason, this this trailer kind of like filled in the gaps and the questions that I had, so I have more of a feeling of understanding about what the game's going to be about, um, and it's looking pretty good. We also got to see Ifrit, or what? Well, there's many different iterations of Ifrit. Ifrit is in like most of the games. Mm -hmm. um, Final Fantasy has like it's every story is unique, but they tend to use the same like bosses and creatures and like mob things that you fight, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, so we got to see this version of Ifrit. It looks sick. Big emphasis on fire in this game. Uh, I'm really, really excited for Final Fantasy 16. That's looking good. It's a big game as well. Uh, Vampire Survivors announced their mobile game and it's free. Uh, Dude, my life is my my life is over. <laughs> now like, you can play that anywhere, D Dennis. Like, because that was my biggest question. Was after I put once I got to about 80 to 90 hours in that game, I questioned. I was like, why is this not on mobile? Because this is like it's an 8-bit like eight, so, eight game. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? It's, it's, I think the entire game is like 100 megabytes or something or less. Yeah. And it's like, how is it not mobile? So it's finally mobile. It's free to play. And that game is so addictive. Probably has a lot of ads in it, but yeah, to oh, make the yeah, money yeah. back. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But it's still still really good. Um, there's still more Super Mario Brothers movie. Trailer, yeah, there's a like clip. Not much. Yeah. 
Um, it, it seemed fine. It looks good. I, uh, you know, I, I kind of have cautiously optimistic hopes for yeah. uh, what's his face. Keegan Michael Key came out. He does a to, great job as well uh, like, as Toad. Of, like, yeah, he was because he put on a really good voice. Like, I didn't notice him until like people told me it was him, and then I was like, oh, that is him. Like, he did a really good job with the voice, you know. Then you have uh, there was two trailers for Sony exclusive. PC games that we've already seen on, mm. on the PlayStation console, which is Returnal, the PC version, yeah. and then also Last really of Us. For that. We already seen the remake or the remaster on. Mm. Well, you know, it's a remake, right? Because we already saw the remaster. Last of Us it's, had a it's remaster. A re, it's, yeah, this is a remake from the ground up. Yes, well, ground ground up in quotation marks. But yeah, yes. it's more of a remake. Yeah. So the remake uh, we, for the, PC is coming out. Yeah, we also got some DLC for Horizon Forbidden West, which is like pretty i mean i feel like that game came out just the other day but i guess it has been like a year because it was a launch game on the ps5 like, i think no it wasn't a launch game but it came out earlier like february this like, past year it was like right before elden ring oh I you're remember. right yeah it was because like, i was yeah, i was, was playing the yeah. first one and then all of a sudden elden ring dropped and then my whole life got so then yeah <laughs> D getting dlc this soon is pretty surprising actually to yeah. be honest uh it looked good though it looked good um yeah. one of the things that i don't know how to feel about is crash team rumble it's a 4v4 multiplayer game. Mm -hmm. um, it's either going to be really, really fun or it's going to suck. Like, there's no middle ground on that one, I think. I will say, you know what got me stoked and a lot of other people stoked? I, and you know who else was stoked? You won't ever admit it, though. I bet you this got Henry Cavill so freaking happy. But they finally showed us some Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2. Mm -hmm. It's been so long since the first Space Marine came out. And I'm excited for this game because it looks really good. But also, like, the more people that play the game, the more people the more people that know about it, I think the chances of them making a movie is higher. Because mm -hmm. I know Henry Cavill also really wants to make a, a, a Warhammer Space Marine movie. He wants to make um, every geek movie. Yeah. I was going to say, he, he's first focused on doing um, Ma uh, Mass Effect, like, first. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I know he like his real his heart lies with Warhammer. Mm -hmm. Like he plays the he plays the actual freaking game. Like yeah. that's that's commitment, man. Warhammer. I could never get into Warhammer the tabletop. It's a lot of commitment. Yeah. Um, a couple indie games got announced. Not really. Uh, Hellboy like was kind of cool. That Hellboy. did look cool. I mean, yeah. it looks like the the original Mike Mignola art from the comic books. That's from the what comic I books, about. Yeah. yeah. I I immediately recognized it. I was like, oh, this is Hellboy. Like yeah. immediately, I was like, oh, this is this is Hellboy, man. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah. Oh, we got this '90s like '90s GTA type game called Crime Boss Rocket City. That Michael it, it Madsen sounds like, came it out. It sounds like yeah. It's, Sounds like a bad. It sounds like a bad mobile game. But then you saw it, and it was like we had Vanilla Ice in there, man. Danny Trejo, Danny Trejo, Donny, yeah. Danny, yeah, uh, Danny, Danny Trejo, Danny, Danny Glover, Chuck Norris, yeah, you know, Michael Madsen. That that actually looks really good, just based off of like all the '90s stuff that they're throwing in your face, you know. It looks very Kinda Vice like Vice City, Grand Theft Auto. Very, yeah, very Vice City, yeah, yeah, '90s Vice City. Then we saw Lords of the Fallen, which does look like a very solid Souls-like game. Mm -hmm. People are saying that it's basically going to be 2023's version of Elden Ring, or they're trying to be Elden Ring, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't think that was the case. They were just trying to make a Souls-like game, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm sure they were working, working on this game before Elden Ring came out. It does yeah. look good, though. It does look pretty good, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I feel um, like in order to achieve what Elden Ring achieved, even an imitation is very hard because all of that... Mm -hmm time and effort into building that world it's not just like a straightforward 
you know, map of like, okay, you go A to B and then that's it, you know? Exactly. We got a Boulder's, Great, a Boulder's Gate 3 video mm -hmm. uh, trailer, which I could be wrong, but I feel like they're like, it, it looks like they're streamlining it because it doesn't look mm -hmm. as much point and click game, which I'm used to Boulder's Gate being. Maybe it could work with a controller. I'd I'd like that. Mm. Oh, yeah, we saw uh, the the more we saw more about the Forspoken game, which I yeah. was hating, then liking, and then hating, and now I like <laughs> it again. And now there's a demo out on PS5. That's I think yeah, or or just says PlayStation Network, so probably PS4 as well. But yeah, they got a demo out. The game's looking really good. That Transformers game was looking good too, Dennis. Yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea that was a Transformers game, and then out of nowhere, it just got real heavy about like like I thought it was. I kind of gave me like Halo feel because like you know the beginning of Halo the campaign when the dude wakes you up it was like the same view I was so I was like wondering I was like what is this I had no idea it was gonna be a, like a, a Transformers game and it looks kind of like darker and edgier you know what I mean yeah yeah that's another yeah. one that I'll kind of keep my eye on like hey are people actually liking this because um, I remember I forgot what was that one game they had a Transformers game that had like it was like anime style and it looked like it looked like a cartoon. It looked, I forgot what that one was, yeah, but I know I exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Is there any other trailers or announcements? Uh, I mean, obviously there is a bunch, but like... Uh, like, I don't know anything about this Immortals of AVM game because it was just a CGI cutscene. Mm -hmm. But from what it looks like it's setting up, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's an EA original. It comes from a group of devs that worked on Dead Space, Halo, and Bioshock. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, Remnant Two, that got announced. That looks pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, sequel from uh, Remnant of the Ashes, I, I believe, which is a, a really, a really fun game. You know, it's it's a game where you wouldn't expect guns to be in, but then it's like you're kind of like, thank God I have guns in this world. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's I, I'm sure, like there were points in time where I was playing Elden Ring where I was like fuck I wish I had a gun man <laughs> you know mm -hmm. be easier to use than uh well then again some of the magic in that game was like a gun yeah yeah uh, let's see what was this blue protocol thing again this this looked like wait it looked too animated to me this blue protocol thing which I know is probably not a thing like that's but yeah after us looked interesting I think that was from the people that made um flower. And uh, what's that other game where you just journey? I think, yeah. Mm. And they were working with a former, I think they were working with an artist for that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Vampire Survivors, we spoke about that. Dead Cells, Valiant Hearts, which is a game I never thought would get a sequel, is getting a sequel. Oh, it's not. It's getting a mobile version. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah, A Colossal Cave. I still don't know what that it's about. Wild Hearts got announced. Um, nothing else. Pretty. Oh, that's right. I will say we got to talk about the Dune thing because it was just a. It was just a like CGI cutscene. Like, I still don't know how they're possibly gonna pull off a really big budget MMORPG. Like the Dune universe is perfect for an MMORPG, but how are they? Like they're trying to make it come across as if it's gonna be big budget or like like high quality. Yeah. Like, you can't have high quality MMORPG games. Like. Uh, um, sorry. Heartburn. Final Fantasy did a good job. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they did a good job, but they found like a like a nice balance. 
like if you look at even look at Warcraft, you look at any like MMORPG, it's difficult to have it super high quality and looking high quality because you need to have more people to be able to play it. You don't want to put strain on the servers and things like that, you know. So I'm very interested to see how they're going to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Couple smaller things. There was the they showed us some more of the Call of the Mountain stuff for VR for Horizon Call of the that Mountain. Looked good. That looked good. They announced the hide and seek mode for Among Us, yeah. which is so funny because it's like there are so many game modes for Among Us if you mod the game yourself. You know what I mean? Like people have been playing Among Us hide and seek for a long time, and now Among Us is like, yeah, we'll just we'll actually know we'll add that in ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like I see them adding a lot of mods in the future as their own game modes or whatever, and then. Destiny Lightful 2, which I wasn't expecting either. And I think yeah. that about covers it. A lot of other smaller things that's not really too worth talking about, yeah. but yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess uh, that's going to be it for us. If you guys had watched the Game Awards, let us know about what you thought about the winners. What was the ones that you kind of agreed with? What are the ones you totally disagreed with? And also... You know, what was the biggest game announcement for you and yeah. uh, what you were looking forward to the most? Um, you yeah. can find. I don't know. Uh, I don't, what's I don't know when we're going to be doing. I don't know when we're doing the next podcast or anything. So I'll say this here, but I'll probably talk about it more in the next video. Uh, High on Life did come out two days ago mm -hmm. as of this recording, and I'm loving it. Game The gameplay is pretty average, a little bit of mm -hmm. platforming, mainly a bit of shooting, but it is hilarious. It is so funny. There was a day one patch of like 25 gigs because apparently people were complaining. That they were complaining because there's too much talking. Uh, so now there's like a mode where you can turn off all the talking and it's like, I, I'm playing the game for the talking. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm playing it for the jokes. Like the game mechanics are very average, but I'm playing it because it's funny. It's, it's, and it is really funny. So far, I'm enjoying it. I don't know if it's short or not. I have a feeling it might be short. Probably. But still, loads of fun. It's on Game Pass right now and I highly recommend it to anybody. Yeah, we'll probably have a hopefully uh, another podcast either end of this week or early next mm. week because there is some news. We had the whole FTC's going to sue Microsoft thing, so oh, it's going to go through, and a few other uh, things for the. Also, I think probably pretty soon we should do our kind of end of the year wrap up of our our favorite games, yeah, and whatnot. So our our Revog Wrapped playlist, yeah, if you yeah, will, you exactly. Know? All right, guys, uh, make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash revog. You can follow us uh, on, on anchor.fm or Spotify for the weekly podcast. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at ThinkHero, Instagram, Dennis.TZNG. Josh, where can people find you? You guys can find me on Twitch at It's Thespis, all lowercase. There should be a link in the description below. Once I get to 100 followers, I will be back to streaming daily. And you guys can also find me in the revog get uh the revog discord, discord channel yeah. thank you I, I needed some help there uh if you guys ever want to talk about games uh me and dennis were pretty active in the server nowadays yeah more than happy to talk about some games with you guys and or other stuff too or other yeah, stuff I'm also, movies yeah, or tv movies, shows, TV or, shows. Yeah, yeah whatever so be sure to join our discord channel and if you ever want to talk where it will be there cool all right until next time see you guys later later